Welcome back to the Vol State Chat. I'm your host, Eric Melcher. We're joined now by Lena Sante and Dr. Karen Johnson. They both teach in the Communication Studies Department here at Vol State. Thanks for coming in, guys. As I mentioned uh, in, in the lead-in, all Vol State students have to take a communication class as part of their degree work, so clearly it's a high priority in the state of Tennessee. Dr. Johnson, what is it about communication that makes the subject so important, do you think? Well, first of all, thank you for having us. Uh, secondly, that's a very good question. I would say that no matter what a student's major is or no matter what they want to do with their career or the rest of their life, they have to be able to communicate yeah. effectively and get along with other people because companies are going to train them to do what it is they want them to do. So if a student can effectively communicate with others, can be a team player, and can learn how to orally, as well as the written component, communicate their thoughts, then we're off to a great start. So it's very important that our students learn how to effectively communicate. Yeah, because when employers do surveys, you do employer surveys, they say uh, basically a written communication, verbal communication are always in the top five of those lists. And so, uh, yeah, it's interesting uh, how that is here. Um, so, Len, you've talked a lot of communication classes here at Ball State for many years. Has the curriculum been changing with changes in technology such as uh, social media? Oh, absolutely, Eric. Uh, you know, when I first started teaching here, uh, social media was not a thing. and No one had ever <laughs> heard of it before. Uh, and uh, presentation technology was in a much more primitive form than it is now. So, yeah, we, we have to change with the time. So in, in uh, say, our public speaking classes now, we include segments literally uh, on how to use, you know, proper use of PowerPoint. Right? Uh, we, talk, we talk definitely about the influence of social media and on interpersonal relationships. Uh, we even, in my public speaking class, we even have a, a segment now on, on speaking with a mask on. Ah, that's and interesting. We were talking yeah, before, we were talking skill. at the break about whether masks, to use a mask in this room or not, but we actually talk to students, how do you communicate effectively with half your face covered up? Because it's, it's all about practical skills. We're, we're, we're trying to give people skills that they're going to be able to go, even if they're in a workplace right now and they're a server at a restaurant or anything, communication skills all come into play. Exactly, exactly. What in the world isn't communication? Yeah. Well, Dr. Johnson, a couple of our classes, um, as Len was alluding to, have students do speeches as part of their course. And I can imagine some people might not like that as much as others. So what do you do for people that are worried about uh, public speaking? How do you help them? Well, for the record, uh, mo more Americans would choose death <laughs> over giving a presentation. Over than a speech. Wow. So... Uh, most students come into the classroom and the very first thing they ask is how many speeches do we have to do in this mm -hmm. class, whether it's the public speaking class or the fundamentals class. Most students are overwhelmingly anxious about these presentations, uh, and rightfully so, since you know the 90s, uh, the uh, public instruction, the public speaking instruction has been removed from the K-12 curriculum. Mm. So they have not had that experience, they haven't had the training, uh, but as the research states, desensitization is the best yeah. way to go about reducing one's anxiety, specifically related to public speaking anxiety. So first, I just reassure students that we are here to help them. We are here to train them, and we want them to be successful. And I think that lowers a level of anxiety to an extent. Yep. But when you start implementing these tools that are known to be successful, such as what I call the mini-prez, which is just the redundant 
uh, instruction, the redundant uh, speaking, standing up, reading a script, whether it be a poem or a story or even reading your favorite song lyrics. Standing in front of a person, yes. having people looking at you feel strange to someone who doesn't do it often. So when we start to do that more and more in the classroom, they start to feel a little bit more comfortable. And by the time they have to give the speech for a grade, they usually are good to go. Yeah. And lastly with that, we really drive home the importance of preparation and practice. Yeah. The number one reason why students fail with regard to public speaking is the lack of preparation and the lack of practice. So it's very similar to theater. You have to know your lines, and then you also have to perform your lines. It's yeah. very similar. And that's, that's a good thing, because when you do give a speech, it almost is like theater in the sense that you, you have to get up there, and it may all be factual information, but you are performing. You have got to reach out to your audience. You've got to see your audience. And it's nice, too, because our classes, you know, we're not talking about 200-person classes here. We're talking about classes that are 20, 25, 30 students, so it's a smaller group, and um, they tend to be able to... But you have a lot of different people in community college, too. And it, it, So you, you've got 17-year-olds that may be giving a speech, and you also have 50 or 60-year-olds, and mm-hmm. everyone's true. got some level of anxiety. But, sure. uh, um, Len, how do you go about calming people down a little bit when it comes to that public speaking thing? Well, I, I agree with Dr. Johnson, you know, that rep- repetition is the key, yeah. you know, the key to success. Practice makes – I never I, I never tell my students practice makes, makes perfect. I always say practice makes better. Yeah. Right. No one's perfect, right? And nor do I expect my students to be perfect. But uh, practice does help, and also we do things like before speeches, we'll do a little deep breathing exercises, mm-hmm. right? Calm, calms people down, pushes down the adrenaline level a little bit, take a couple of deep breaths. I make sure I tell my students to be hydrated beforehand. Uh, and, of course, if they're using any kind of presentation aids, visual or otherwise, that when they practice, they practice with those visual aids. Yep. So, they, so it becomes more automatic. Right? It becomes more natural for them. And so when they get up and do it in front of an audience for a grade, it's as close to as what they were practicing as possible. Yeah. And, and that makes that transition a little bit easier for them. Um, I, and of course, I you know I tell them I, you know this is a process that takes a long time. You develop your own particular style as a speaker mm-hmm. over the, over the years, and you know their job isn't to emulate me or to emulate some famous speaker that we watch a video of, but their job is to find their own personality, their own style, and learn how to bring that out in a public presentation. Yeah. And once you do that, once it's you, and you're not worrying about being somebody else. Some of that goes away. Some of that anxiety goes away. Yeah. And Dr. Johnson, we're talk- so we're talking right now about our fundamental classes. Um, but really, with communication studies, you guys have such a wide variety of things that you offer. Mass communication. Um, tell me about some of the other classes in the sure. uh, section. Yeah. So uh, the fundamentals class can cover anything from perception, co-culture, race, class, and gender, all the way through public speaking. And then we also have other classes, such as interpersonal communication, mm-hmm argumentation and debate in which students learn how to properly formulate an argument and then civilly debate that argument, um, of course, with the, if we will, the other side. Um, And then we have some other classes such as business communication in which they learn how to go into that realm of speaking and communicating within an organization. We also have some classes that Professor Asante, of course, would probably be better to talk about some of those MassCom classes. Yeah, MassCom communication. Right, yeah, we have Basically, at, at Vol State, we have a pretty robust communications program for a community college. 
And, you know, we basically have two, essentially two different sort of tracks. Number one is the speech communication stuff, which we've been talking about. And then, of course, there's the mass communication, the mass communication track, which is all the mass media stuff. And that includes social media, radio production, television production, uh, entertainment media production. Uh, these are the, you know, the more technical, the more hands-on kind of classes. You know, for example, we, you know, this radio station is run by students and, you know, we teach them how to do that. Uh, and uh, so if you are interested in being a professional public speaker or you're interested in being a DJ, we can set you on, on the right path. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, there's a lot of overlap in those skill sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because we just had Mason in, and Mason uh, is an actor, but he's in that program, Entertainment Media Production, because it gives him the ability to do a variety of things. Exactly. And that's really where things are at these days because mm-hmm. when you think about it, with and a lot of people, yes, WVCP Radio uh, is for students to be able to use, and, and then we've got a, a television studio we've got a student online newspaper it's online now but um, these are all possibilities for students but uh, in reality when they do their jobs they're probably going to be doing a little bit of everything right that this you, you learn a base set of skills in all these courses that are going to apply to most any career that you're going to find yourself mm-hmm. in uh, and more and more communication even interpersonal communication is being influenced by technology now uh, like social media so we we have to learn those skills and you can do that here, absolutely. Yeah, and if you're interested in communication uh, studies here at Vol State, you can go to our website at volstate.edu, and in the search box up in the top, in the right-hand corner, go ahead and put in communication studies, and you'll be able to pull up their webpage. And you can take a look at all the programs that are on offer here. That's at uh, volstate.edu. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate you coming in. And uh, next up on the Vol State chat, safety is an important part of Vol State campus life. The assistant chief of Vol State Police will join us to talk about how that includes storm safety. You're listening to the Vol State Chat here on Vol State Radio, WVCP-FM.